to ABC Gotham, your New York City history podcast. I am your host, Kathleen. With me also is your other host, Kate. Hi, guys. Kate is here, and our letter for the show today is the letter J. Letter J, because this is ABC Gotham, and we give you history in alphabetical order. Kate, what is our topic today with the letter J? Today is the Jefferson branch of the New York Public Library, which is, of course, in Greenwich Village. You probably have seen it. It's hard to miss. It's on 6th Avenue. Mm-hmm. It is, it's 6th Avenue and 10th Street, I believe. And this is, this is this gorgeous building that's got that skinny clock tower going way up high in the sky. And it's red and white, and it's got all kinds of architectural fanciness and details. Gables, pinnacles, and then there's a clock on the tower, of course. Very recognizable. It looks like Rapunzel's Tower. Yeah, and luckily, it's a building that was, it was slated to be demolished at some point, but lucky mm. for us, it was saved, which we'll go into a mm-hmm. little bit later. So I kind of think of it as the anti-Penn Station. You know, P- Penn Station, of course, was sadly demolished. And mm-hmm. maybe we'll at some point do a podcast about the original Penn Station. Maybe we will. But this is a building back when everything was being torn down, much like now, mm-hmm. things are being torn down and huge apartment buildings are being put up. That was kind of the idea for this area mm-hmm. when it was in danger. But the community really rallied, and we'll really get into that a bit later, to save the building. So you, of course, have probably, if you live in New York... You've probably seen it at some point. I was really sad that you couldn't live in it when I first moved here. <laughs> yeah, that that would be pretty cool to live in it. But Yeah, I definitely wanted to live in a tower. But we would never be able to afford to live in it. No, this was before I really knew what New York rents were when I lived in a dorm in Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't really know what really rent was. You can't even aspire to move into that. I was just like, this is a nice neighborhood. I'll live here. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it so... It, it's a great neighborhood, and, and the building is stained glass. This spiral staircase inside the tower, which you can go up. You can. They you can actually go give all a the way tour. up in the tower. They actually give a tour of the building. You mm-hmm. can take a kind of behind-the-scenes tour. I'm hoping everybody here knows about Open House New York, but if not, we'll mm. send you put a link on the page like we usually do. Open mm-hmm. House New York does a tour, and you can go kind of see the entire building in a way that you might mm-hmm. not normally see it if you were just there to drop off or check out a book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But even if you are just there on a regular day, you can go up, at least partway up into the tower. And also, I recommend, strongly recommend, Go down to the basement. I think that's the reference area. Yeah, it's amazing. But the walls are like these bricks, and they arch over you, and the walls curve around, and it's just gorgeous. This is really, really weird, different, beautiful space. I highly recommend seeing They that. did a great job restoring it. It's, it's really mm-hmm. amazing how they were able to save mm-hmm. this building. Definitely. So now, originally, this was built, and it was uh, a courthouse, so it was... It's it's part of the 3rd Judicial District. It's known as the Jefferson Market Courthouse. Right now it's the Jefferson Market branch of the library, but it was originally this courthouse. And at some point, the Women's House of Detention was built nearby. So it was all, you know, associated. These are all courthouse and uh, detention buildings. That was built in 1931. Before that, it was just a courthouse, from what I can tell, Right, it was and not necessarily like just women. It was it was just a courthouse. Is that correct? Was this, does your 
research find that as well? Yeah, it um it was just a courthouse. Eventually it becomes just a women's courthouse, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. But it was just your everyday courthouse. Uh, one of mm-hmm. the people who um, worked on the design of the building, actually, Calvert Vaux, V-A-U-X, uh, mm-hmm. uh, was also an assistant designer in Central Park, which I found really interesting. Cool. As Kathleen was going into, it's a Victorian Gothic building, and mm-hmm. it took about two years to complete, from 1875 to 1877, and at mm-hmm. the time cost the city $360,000. Unbelievable! Which you can't, it's hard to find an apartment for that much money in the city now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in its day, when it was built in the 1880, early 1880s, it was voted one of the ten most beautiful buildings in the world, so... Unbelievable. Pretty amazing. Unbelievable. Uh, and just yep, to... Yep. Kathleen kind of went into a little bit about the different floors, but to let you know what it was originally and what it is now, the first floor, mm. which is the children's room, um, was the police court. The second floor was the civil court, and that's now the adult reading room. And the, mm-hmm. that really beautiful basement is which is now the reference room, was a holding mm-hmm. area for prisoners that were, you know, on their way to trial. I'm guessing this That is- was a cell? That gorgeous area was like prison it was. cells? I wouldn't mind going oh, to prison man. if that's where I went. That's right. Guys, go see that. The, you, you'll go down there and like, damn, lock me up. I'll stay here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty amazing. And this is kind of the area, I guess, before the detention center next door was built, mm-hmm. they would be held down there for a while, but they also used it after the detention center was built, because they'd bring them to the detention center, bring them to mm-hmm. the basement, this really beautiful basement, and then they'd mm-hmm. go upstairs to whichever court they had to be in. And the bell tower, which we've discussed, was used to summon volunteer firemen. So the whole, mm. the whole building was a really community... Well, I guess as much as a courthouse can be a community <laughs> building. Well, one thing that harkens back to an earlier podcast that I'm sure you've all listened to, which was episode E, Evelyn Nesbitt and the Trial of the Century. Uh, this courthouse was famous. This was in 1906 when, if you remember, Harry K. Thaw shot Stanford White in the face in front of hundreds of witnesses. Well, this was the courthouse where the trial of the century happened, where the, the actual murder case happened. Yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. They brought him here. So, of course, Evelyn Nesbitt was there. She had to testify against him. And, of course, those of you who are interested in that story can check out or read Ragtime. Highly recommend that. Or just listen to our podcast. Or just listen to our podcast. We will tell you everything we need you need to know. Well, the prison next door, the detention center... Which mm-hmm. no longer exists. It's a garden area now. Mm. Was built in 1929, which I think Kathleen said earlier. And it was a co-ed prison at first. Mm. But that actually was... It, there was a couple prisons there. That actually was torn down and replaced with what was apparently the world's only Art Deco prison. <laughs> Which I've seen pictures, and it's huge, and I wish it was still there, because you know they would turn that into apartments. No, Kate, you do not wish that we're still there. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can find additional pictures on our Facebook page, and you 
can rest assured you will see a picture of this high-rise women's prison because it is freaking hideous. I loved it. Oh, Art Deco is a nice thing in general, but this is this hulking monstrosity. Check it out. You know what? Kate likes it. I don't. Go to the yeah. Facebook page. Take a look. See what you think. Vote. And uh, and, and we'll see who's right because this is... it's. How do I describe it? Let me let me pull up this. Image it is kind of it. a big hulking giant, but yes, it's similar know, to it's... the prison on Atlantic Avenue. If you've seen that, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> well, we'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah, I say vote, comment, let us know what you think about whether you think the building, whether you agree with Kathleen or you agree with me, Kate. Mm. Kind of like the big Madison Square Garden now. <laughs> or, or like a big warehouse, maybe that's kind of what it looks like, or, or at best, a hideous department store. The, but, but you can take a look at it yourself and let us know. I am not a fan of that. Well then, well then, I will say the garden is is quite lovely. That's there now. The garden is beautiful, and and for those of you who who have not have might not have seen it in person, but do watch Sex in the City, this is where Miranda's wedding took place. Right. Well, a couple other things about a, a couple other good reasons the prison t- was torn down is that it was it was not a good place. It was much like a lot of things Mm-mm. we talk about. There's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of really bad stuff going on. But before we get into a lot of the abuse and discrimination in the prison, one uh, one interesting thing I found out was I think everybody knows about the uh, Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire. And if you don't, I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll cover it at some point. But it was uh, a terrible fire in 1911 that due to un- poorly regulated work environments, I'm going to say as mm-hmm. a really nice way to say it, 125 yeah. mostly very young girls who were working in the factory mm-hmm. died. But just before that, in 1909... A a lot of the workers who were picketing uh, these unfair labor practices that were going on there, mm-hmm. which this is over, it's over in Washington Square Park is where it was, right? Uh, yeah, right around Washington Square Park. Mm-hmm. There's a plaque. It's it's on the new new NYU campus, and there's like a plaque outside of the building where it was. Right, because it it burned to the ground. It's it's gone, and all these mm-hmm. people were mm-hmm. e- all these women and mostly girls were trapped. Inside and burned to death or jumped to their deaths. But pre that... Or were stampeded or crushed. I mean, it was was just a horrific, horrific situation. Yeah, I think we should definitely cover this. We've already got a tea topic is the damn thing. But but we will try to get get this information because it's it's really good. There are some really good documentaries. There is uh, an excellent exhibit at the Museum of the Lower East Side Tenement Museum. There is a lot of good material out there. So just in case we don't get around to covering it, I highly recommend go and educate yourself about the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire because it was really fucking horrific. Very I mean, awful. You, yeah, it was it was a horrible situation. And the women protested. They went on strike. They marched. And we'll go into what happened to them for doing that. And even despite that and despite some changes, a couple of... Things were were changed because of the strike, but yeah, a lot of the- this fire still happened. Fire exits were locked, and and so many people died. It happened so fast. It was it was just a nightmare. And that finally, finally, got some traction for the labor movement to really 
change workers' conditions. I mean, it had a huge effect. If if something, anything good can be said to have come out of the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire, it's the effect it had on working conditions and working hours and fair wages and things like that. Yeah, I think so a lot of the... Stuff still is not good now, but it's so, so much better than the nightmare that they had to put up with working at uh, Triangle Shirtwaist. Right. right. I think a lot of, some of the fair labor practices we have now come out of this mm-hmm. happening. I, th- I think almost all of them. Yeah. Yeah. A huge... That, that was a huge change. But, but, so, but before that happened... What happened when, when people protested, when they demonstrated? What happened? Well, the women two years before who were picketing and protesting were, were all arrested. They're all rounded up. And they were actually tried at the night court at the Jefferson Market Courthouse, which was really bad mm-hmm. because night court is where they send, apparently, all the prostitutes when they're being tried. Mm-hmm. And apparently mm-hmm. one of the protesters said... It was that no nice girls go there. So it was an intimidation Mm -hmm. tactic to try these Mm -hmm. women at this courthouse. At the time, they knew there was a lot of, a lot of really rough cases coming up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it could even endanger their reputations. Exactly. This is 1909, and your reputation is kind of your life. And what were you doing at? the courthouse at night when all the prostitutes are there. I mean, it was, it was a really shitty tactic on the part of the police and they knew it and that was on purpose. And the awesome thing is these women were still not intimidated by this. They're like, they weren't. And so your work conditions suck. Fine. Try me with the, with the prostitutes. And right. And then they died a couple years later. It's really horrifying. It's really terrible. Some strides were achieved at the court, the court, did find on the behalf of the women who'd been arrested, but not enough to where it stopped this terrible tragedy from happening. But this is still when it's a co-ed prison, co-ed courthouse and prison, but by 1927, this courthouse and the detention center next door are just for women only. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which I I never thought of co-ed versus non-co-ed courthouses that seems so strange to me i mean the the separating the prisons so maybe that's part of why they would separate them in the courthouses just keep the courthouse and the prison all in one place then as long as the prisons are separated it might make more sense to just have the courthouse separated right I don't know. maybe well another famous person another famous case that went through this court and through the detention center next door was Mae West was tried on obscenity charges, which I really love, for a Broadway play that was called Sex, which I, I can only imagine what that was in that play. <laughs> she was found guilty. Um, she had a five, she kind of got a slap on the wrist, though, $500 fine, sure. one day in the detention center next door, and nine days at a workhouse on Roosevelt Island, which that workhouse seems to keep coming up in our podcasts. It really does. Yeah, yeah. The workhouse on Roosevelt Island. Hmm. That doesn't sound very funny. Yeah, yeah. It's true. A lot of really interesting famous cases went through here. I mean, women criminals, basically. So, uh, let's see. 1926, uh, there was a woman called Mary Louise Cecilia. Nickname was Texas Green Anne. Uh, it was earning $700,000 
as a hostess at a speakeasy. And so they were often raided, these speakeasies, and she would just blow through the jail for a couple hours, and then she would go home to her, this is what it says, to 17 West 8th Street to freshen up in her solid gold bathtub. Wow. So there have been a lot of plays and movies about her. Uh, there was supposed to be one in 2005 with Madonna called Hello Sucker. Did it I come out? I don't know if that ever happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't Talk know. into that. Um, but uh, yeah, Texas. Um, another one is a bordello owner, Polly Adler, a Russian woman, was uh, arrested repeatedly but escaped conviction until 1935 because she was really good with the bribes and the cops were happy to keep her in business. She had brothels all over the city, but she did get convicted, and uh, and then when she was convicted, she scrubbed floors for 30 days in women's house of detention. Wait, so really? Her, that was her punishment? Her sentence was 30 days, yeah. Ethel Rosenberg Oh, yeah, was I was interested arrested. in this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is 1950. She's held in the women's house of detention. She was the one with her husband, uh, Julius Rosenberg. They were found guilty of espionage and electrocuted. In 1953. Dorothy Day. Really? I'm kind of a fan of Dorothy Day. Yeah. Founder of the Catholic Worker Movement. She gave a firsthand account of inhumane Jefferson Market justice during the 50s in uh, an article on pilgrimage, December 1975, in, um, in the Catholic Worker newspaper. She was locked up there for protesting the Korean War. And she was the first one to speak out and say how common it was uh, the that there was rape in the prison, which is an obvious thing now that everyone knows. But she was saying, you know, young students are arrested uh, on demonstrations. This is the 70s, 60s and 70s. And they get raped by fellow female prisoners. And this was, like I was saying, this is a time kind of similar to <laughs> Triangle Shirtways. It was not that long ago. And um, it was Andrea Rita Dworkin who actually eventually started knocking down dominoes that brought the whole system down. I was going to say another person who was really instrumental in bringing to light a lot of the abuse and racial discrimination in the court and the detention centers, Angela Davis was um, incarcerated Mm -hmm. for a time as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, you know, spoke up, made noise, and uh, yeah, uh, see, Andrea Dworkin was assaulted by the male physicians examining her and uh, was left with severe bleeding and scarring and actually became sterile. Her testimony about sadistic physicians and inmates at grand jury hearings before a Senate committee made international news and brought about the closing of the Women's House of Detention. Uh, She wrote a book about that. Um, And another book is uh, an expose by Sarah Harris, Hellhole. The Shocking Story of the Inmates and Life in the New York City House of Detention for Women, which I really want to read. Sounds good. I do, too. It's definitely on my list. Well, one person Mm -hmm. that I didn't get any complaints from, but who did Mm -hmm. get uh, a stint at the detention center was uh, Valerie Solanas. She Mm -hmm. shot Andy Warhol, I'm sure you guys know, in 1968. Mm -hmm. So some pretty fascinating characters. and Definitely. I'm going to go into one more famous prisoner. A young woman named Alice Faye Williams. So she was born in 1947, and she came up to New York and attended the Bronx High School of Science. Uh, a black woman, she at age 21, she changed her name from Alice Faye Williams to Afeni Shakur, 
and she joined the Black Panthers when she was 21. Um, on April 2nd, 1969, she was arrested with party members and charged with conspiracy to bomb public areas. And in February 1971, when she was remanded to the Women's House of Detention, House of Detention, she was pregnant with her son, Tupac mm. Shakur. Wow, really? Tupac's mom, yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. By this time, in 1968 or so... Jefferson Market is no longer open. The detention center is still open, but Jefferson Market is no longer a courthouse after 1945 because it's redistrict. So around this time, of course, the Mm -hmm. market, it's closed. Just in case you were wondering what happens, the police academy may or may not have used this for riot training. It's it's kind of up in the air. It's like maybe the police department took over the building to patrol Mm -hmm. it, but... They think that it was used for right trade. It's just so weird that it's like maybe it was or maybe it wasn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it or not? Come on. By 1959, the building's totally empty, and this is when a lot of the talk about demolishing it for some apartment building comes mm-hmm, up. Right. It's it's overrun with rats and roaches. No one's using it. It's sort of decaying. Let's just knock this thing down. Why not? Yeah, it's in it's in really bad shape, especially if it had been used for riot training. It's in mm-hmm. really, really bad shape. It was probably really beat up, yeah. The community steps in among some famous uh, neighbors to the what's now our library. Is E.E. E. Cummings was a big in favor of, uh, he lived about a block away, and he really That's wanted to, right. to save the building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He had one of those, I think he had a house on Patchen Place or, or Gay Street or one of those tiny, cute little streets around there. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool that E.E. E. Cummings was really into helping one of the influential people to helping save the building. So mm-hmm, the mayor at the mm-hmm. time, Mayor Robert F. Wagner, says, hey, why don't we just use this building as a library? Mm-hmm. And it was open for business in 1965, just six years later. But they, it was definitely an uphill battle for those six years. And that's the thing. I mean, the whole time I've lived here, the, the nine years or so I've lived here, it's been just covered in scaffolding. Yeah. Almost the whole time. I mean, now... Little by little, they started taking it down, I think, like, last year. I mean, it was really very recent that they really started working on the exterior, stabilizing it, and taking down the scaffolding. There's still a little bit of scaffolding now around the entrance. Because of budgetary restrictions, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's going to take a, a while to get these things done, sadly. Well, Kathleen, did you, si- did you find anything about ghosts in the library? Ghosts in the library? I wish I did, and if I hadn't, I would have made some up if I'd thought of it. Well, you're, you, you can make some up now. Well, uh, yeah, like any building with this kind of history where it's a courthouse, the detention center, I'm sure people were, you know, people were really treated badly in the sure. detention center at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's stories of a woman being seen on the balconies, on the mm. balcony occasionally. And I've seen a few stories just of people seeing some, a woman standing, you know, in like, you know, what they always say in like a period dress. Mm-hmm. There's a few ghost walks that mm. go through there. And there was one a few years ago mm-hmm. that it was a ghost in Graves 
book tour, and it ended at the Jefferson Market Library, which seems pretty cool. So maybe start looking into your, you know, there's a lot of ghost tours in the city, and especially in Greenwich Mm -hmm. Village. Mm -hmm. So I would look into it. Yeah, I think any building like this, there's going to be a ghost story. I I didn't come up with any, a woman hanged herself or Mm -hmm. was wrongly Mm -hmm. sentenced. I, I definitely didn't find any stories like that. So, Kate, do you have anything else on the Jefferson Market Library or prison or courthouse? I think this pretty much wraps up the info that we've got. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. Go online, do some research. There's a lot of good stuff about this out there. Yeah, go check it out for yourself. Just keep mm-hmm. in mind that it definitely has a more sinister past. And mm-hmm. I, I realize that we end up having a lot of podcasts with these dark bleak, leanings, <laughs> yes. but I promise we'll have some upbeat podcasts at some point in the future. I'm sure we'll figure out a happy one. Yeah. Yeah. It's always these ones that are so gritty that are the most fascinating. It's true. And, it's uh, true. I hope you agree with us because this is the kind of stuff that we love to study up on. So this is the kind of stuff you're going to hear. Right. Well, mm. I would, something we'd like to start doing is if you've, if you're listening to this on iTunes or mm-hmm. uh, our Facebook page, which is ABC Gotham, or if you're just listening to it on our regular website, abcgotham.podbean.com, we mm-hmm. are going to start giving shout outs to people who give us good reviews because good reviews are great. It makes us, or if you just give us any, you know, comments and let us know how we're doing. We that actually, automatically makes you a friend of the show. Exactly. We want to mm-hmm. send a shout out to Mini Maud, who sent us a five star rating on iTunes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mini Maud. Thank, Thank you. you. I love to know that our podcast, she says, this warning, this podcast is highly addictive. So <gasps> thank you. We will try to keep it as addictive as we can. Absolutely. And we also have a, a good review from NYC. Hist, H-I-S-T. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for your stars as well. We always appreciate it. Definitely. Very, very valuable to get a high rating on iTunes, and we definitely appreciate that. And we appreciate any and all feedback, whether it's even if it's negative, anything that can make the show better, we want to hear it. Yes, thank you. Well, Kathleen, what do we have coming up? Let's see. We, of course, have the rest of the alphabet coming up, but we will be recording a separate brief episode in uh, in a little while, and that's going to be some very important updates about a couple Ooh, of topics that we had. Not corrections, I'm happy to say, although I'm sure someday we'll have some corrections to record. I'm sure but These are some updates, and they're updates re- relating to our very first episode, our very first topic, the Atlantic Avenue Tunnel. Some exciting developments that have happened there, and a couple of things relating to beer. Not only are we going to give you some more details about the New York Historical Society Beer Here exhibit and various presentations and exciting things for the public to do, but also some new developments in the world of Rheingold. So we won't be able to post it here at ABC Gotham dot podbean dot com but we will post it on our facebook page so if you are not a friend or uh or if you haven't spoken up and liked the abc gotham facebook page search it out find it get your name on that list because there's a lot of really cool exclusive content on the facebook page i highly highly recommend you check that out also 
Another another thing to do with the with the Facebook page is I've been putting up a lot of new images for each of the shows. So a couple like absolutely stunning pictures of Evelyn Nesbitt have been put up. I've put up a lot more pictures about the Atlantic Avenue Tunnel, and you can actually see going down the manhole, crawling through the doorway, down this big staircase. There's a lot more details about what it looks like inside, including a picture of the very accomplished, very handsome Bob Diamond, who discovered the Atlantic Avenue Tunnel in the first place. So definitely, highly recommend you check out the Facebook page. Yeah, also, keep, you know, tune in because we, um, he actually sent us a picture of the magnetometer image of the locomotive buried behind the wall. So Mm -hmm. we'll probably be posting that with the update. So keep an eye out for it. That image is going to be up also. Yeah, an actual data, actual scan indicating that there's something large and metal behind a sealed wall of the tunnel. So if you heard that episode months and months ago, but if you heard that episode, Bob Diamond is of the mind that in the other half of the tunnel that we haven't yet been able to dig into and excavate, there is a locomotive hidden. This is the one that Electus Litchfield basically spackled over instead of actually removing it from the tunnel when it broke down. Um, The city hasn't allowed Bob Diamond to get in there. There's no way to really tell, but he got some magnetometer readings that indicate there's something very big and very metal back there. And so we will also post that image, that evidence. Very, very exciting stuff with the Atlantic Avenue Tunnel and a couple new developments. So yeah, again, I I recommend check out the Facebook page and the updates will be there. We're going to talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. We will. We hope you learned something you didn't know already, and we look forward to bringing you the next topic in the alphabet. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. 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 For more ABC Gotham, go to our website, abcgotham.podbean.com. Special thanks to Podcastings Brock. The music for ABC Gotham is by Big Rude Jake. ABC Gotham is a K2 production, copyright 2012, all rights reserved. I wish you could be here with me on this night of New York City. I wish you could be here with me on this night of New York City.